Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. And definitely download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. It's everything you need to build the winning lineups in the palm of your hand. They got a big UFC card this weekend. They got that on Line Star. We got the NBA Finals. They got Showdown on Line Star. They got everything you need on that Line Star app. So go check that out, download it, and you will thoroughly enjoy it. You can find myself on Twitter at BD Entrick and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I'm doing better than Chris Paddock. I can tell you that much. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I just saw it was two innings and seven runs and rolled my eyes and glad I didn't uh, roll him out anywhere. So, yeah, it's, it's been nice. fun to watch. It's been fun to watch, to say the least. <laughs> and, um, you know, I like to troll once in a while on the Twitter. And, no, um, not and, you. Uh, yeah, there were some people a few you know, a couple weeks ago when Paddock had like one good start where he struck out like nine or something. And people were like, oh, he's back. You should definitely crown him, basically. And uh, you I saved made, some receipts. I just made. I didn't need to. I like. I just. <laughs> I just re- reminded people that this is the guy that uh, he is. So don't crown anybody type thing. And I got people like screenshotting Yahoo like game logs. I'm like, Kenneth ain't gonna cut it, kid. So uh, it's it's been fun. Been fun watching the Paddock Truthers squirm in their shoes right now as he's getting booed off the mound in San Diego. It's amazing. So yeah, it was good a stuff. rough one. Two. Uh, so it was officially two innings. Should be nine. Runs. Yeah. Nine runs, eight earned, one bomb, two strikeouts, no walks. So. And a bomb was one one Soto. So that was that was a beauty. Oppo Taco from Soto. Home run derby participant once. So yep. Him I and Gallo. That. Him and Gallo joined the party. It's kind of yeah, Matt a- Olson. It's it's going to be a good home run derby. I'm I'm doing a, a live stream for it over at ITL. So uh, it's always that that's my favorite of the extracurriculars yep. is the home run derby for sure. I know I told you on the radio show, the like one of the other shows we do together that um, <laughs> I usually don't, um, you know, those are like my days to just kind of get away from it all. I might need to, I might just at least record it so I can yeah. watch it later. Cause it's going to be absolutely amazing. And um, I'm it's really in, hoping they cores too. I mean, I'm it's hoping they great. bring out some of those like 2019 balls that never found the humidor <laughs> in Coors yeah. field. Like give me like, 550 foot bombs with these yes, guys like please. let's let's do it bring back the steroids without the steroids basically yeah um so that'll be awesome the cubs scored runs tonight that was interesting uh we had just you know no pitching as usual it's just it's it's one of those worlds right now it's, it's a wild wild place to be Actually, Jesus Aguilar with the bomb too i told yep. you it was gonna come about you immediately when i saw that uh <laughs> it, it, it's been fun like, like the dodgers losing is always great but the marlins putting up nine runs Baseball's wild right now. It is a wild ride. The, the the Jays went nuts, scored ten runs, and George Springer did absolutely nothing. In that. Like <laughs> that that takes a special type of talent right there. So yeah, yeah. Luckily Fun for stuff. me, I still have like six innings left of Tatis Jr. because the first two innings were so long yeah. because they were busy scoring nine runs on the pods. Yeah, so. now it's time for the Padres to go pound Corbin. That's that's the goal here. Let's have like a fourteen <laughs> to ten final score here. But um, yeah, Harper didn't go deep. 
But again, it seems like when my guys at least aren't going deep this past week or so, they're getting double digit points. So I'll take it. I'll take it. If you're playing them, they're at least producing. They're just not leaving the yard, which sorry, no free swag, but there's been a lot of free swag this year. There's like three more months of free swag to come. So right. there'll, there'll be plenty to go there. And what we got coming up for you tonight is there's a little bit of day action on Thursday. Again, Line Star app has you covered right there. But we have a seven game main slate to break down for you. And I just want to tell you about the oh so fun weather we have on oh, this no. slate. Toronto at Baltimore, 70-ish to 80% chances of rain. Ugh. So that's going to be right. fun. KC Cleveland, 25 to 30%. Maybe okay, but again, Cleveland, remember this one. So you got that going for you. Yeah. I think it's got no hit today. So there you go. Um, Pittsburgh at the Mets, 25% chances. We know the Mets too. They got a good tendency for this. So you got those three spots, three of the seven games. Well, it's not DeGrom starting, so they don't care. True. They'll just run them out there. They don't care anymore. So that'll be fun. So keep that in mind when you're building lineups. Baltimore, Toronto, really juicy spot, especially when we talk about a certain pitcher coming up. That's all we got, though. Let's start off with that Toronto-Baltimore game. We got Alec Manoa taking the bump against Keaton. Ha. Keegan Aiken. I just like totally stuttered <laughs> on this name. The over-under is 11 on that one. He's going to stutter through the first three innings, probably. That's what he's going to do. Uh, Keegan Aiken, over-under 11 on this one. This is where it gets fun. On DK, Manoa is $6,800. On DraftKings, or on FanDuel, he's 10-3. Aiken's 5,500. That's fine. But the difference, the discrepancy in the Manoa price, he might be low-owned on FanDuel, likely. And all the chalk on DraftKings for valid reasons. What's your thoughts, Bogman? Well, I mean, if, if what you just said is correct, we don't want any part of him, right. uh, you know, uh, because it's most likely going to rain out. So I had Manoa down as a nice option. He's had two quality starts in a row uh, against Baltimore. He's had one good start, one bad start. The bad start was the first one. The good start was the second one. So that's nice to see. Uh, Aiken has like 23 earned runs over his last four starts. So we'll just go ahead and pass right on him. But because of this game, there's a bunch of hitters I like here too. There's some PVB data. Uh, Mount Castle, three for four against Manoa with two bombs. We like that. Two for five for DJ Stewart against him. Two for five for Mullins. Uh, Guriel is three for six with a homer off Aiken's. Two for six for Vlad Jr. Both of those are bombs off of Aiken. Bo Bichette, two for five with two doubles. Uh, and then there's hot batters on both sides and Simeon, Gritchuk, Springer, Urias, Hayes. Uh, but I don't want any part of this game if it has 75 to 80% chances of rain. So, uh, I mean, luckily it's an earlier start. So that means it could get delayed and then play later. But that's too much. It, it, it sounds like this one's going to rain out. Yeah, hopefully the storm changes. You know, when we did last night's show, uh, Wrigley Field looked pretty nasty, and that cleared up and was just fine. So hopefully things change, but right now it looks very bleak. If it is in play, Manoa's going to be a great option. His two bad starts were home runs. Other than that, nothing, and tons of strikeouts. So I like Manoa quite a bit. I've already had people ask me, like, oh, do you have to play him? You don't have to. I would. But what I would also do is 100% have a Baltimore Orioles stack somewhere because if the chalk falls, like, he's going to be so high-owned. It's going to be crazy. So I don't mind the Mullins of the world and stuff, and they're cheap. So you can definitely have some fun there. But I love Manoa, and I love the uh, the Jays' bats, as you mentioned. It's a great spot to attack Keegan Aiken and all the fun stuff there. Kansas City at Cleveland. We got Danny Duffy versus Zach Plesak over under of nine. Duffy 74 on DK, 68 on Fandle. Plesak 9,079. And Plesak is returning from the IL, and I believe he only threw like 45 to 50 pitches in his last start. He was supposed to throw another rehab start, and he talked them out of it. So that's how good Cleveland is with things. So uh, do you like either pitcher in this game? 
No, I, I, I do not. Uh, please sack. Uh, first start off the IL since May 23rd. You know, my thoughts about guys coming off the IL hard pass. Uh, Duffy hasn't had a quality start since May 1st. So, uh, no, thank you on either of the pitchers in this game. Maybe Duffy's a little sexy because Cleveland obviously hasn't been hitting. Uh, but I think I'll stick to bats here. And there is some PVB data for Cleveland against Duffy. I'm at Rosario three for four with a triple, uh, three for eight for Franimal for, with a double five for 14 for Cesar Hernandez with a double, uh, three for 11 with a bomb for Soler off of Plesac. Jose Ramirez, Salvi Perez, Nicky Lopez, Carlos Santana are some bats I also like that have been hot. So uh, I think I'll just stick to bats. I do not like either of these pitching options. There are pitchers that I like in this slate, though, even though it's a short one, just neither of those guys. There are a few. I will say Danny Duffy, you know, he's made two starts and coming back from the IL. He got up to 69 pitches his last time. I went four innings. If you need an SP2 and you want to save some cash, I'm okay with it on DK. I wouldn't go all in with it, but Cleveland's offense is so bad. I don't mind Duffy in that scenario. If you're not using Duffy, though, I think Franwell is one of the best plays on the slate. You mentioned the BVP. Uh, since he's come back from the aisle, he just keeps mashing. He had another home run on Wednesday. Love him in this scenario. There's some nice Cleveland options for sure, but I like Franmill as a one-off if you need it. Um, I don't really feel like using too many Royals bats in this scenario. Pittsburgh at the New York Mets on this one. We don't have any total on this as it's Brubaker versus Taiwan Walker, we think should be. But <laughs> since they had the double header, they're moving things around. So who knows? Should be Taiwan Walker, though. Uh, Brubaker, 65 on DK, 75 on Fando. Walker's 84 and 95. I'm guessing Walker's one of the guys you like. He is. He's definitely one of the guys I like. I love that price. Uh, it's not It's not cheap, but it's not crazy expensive uh, for a guy going up against uh, the Buccos who don't have very many hot hitters. I mean, you can put, obviously, Ben Gamble has been hot in there. Uh, Brian Reynolds is always an option. Adam Frazier is probably always an option. I don't want anybody else in Pittsburgh. So uh, Brubaker is not terrible either. I would say that on a short slate, he's probably in play. But I think there's other options to go to. This is a this is a short slate with surpri a surprising amount of options, in my opinion. So uh, if you don't want him, I mean, Dom Smith is 39, 36. You can always go with Pete Alonzo, Lindor, Nimmo, uh, in any of those guys as far as Mets bats. Yeah, I do like Tywan Walker quite a bit on this slate. So, um, again, watch the ownership because that price tag on DK, especially at 84, is way too cheap. 95, I think, is in that price range where some people will pay up another $1,000 for the big names. You might get him low-owned on FanDuel, and that can yeah. be very, very appealing in your tournaments. Um, on DK, though, I think he will be popular, so keep an eye on that. Might want some Pittsburgh leverage on a small slate, but I like, I like Walker quite a bit. Not too in love with anything. Dom Smith, I like his value uh, on both sides, especially DK at $3,900. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go full stack on this one, but I do like that Dom Smith price quite a bit at 39 Philadelphia at the Chicago Cubs. Obviously, it's Wrigley Field, so we have no total. But you have Eflin at, uh, versus Alzale. Eflin, 75 and 87. Alzale, 8,071. Eflin's been an absolute disaster of late. And then you have Alzale, who has upside, but also risky at times, too. I mean, Eflin's been bad, but... Who's been worse, Eflin or the Cubs? You know, uh, Cubs broke out tonight. Eight <laughs> runs tonight. Eight runs. Eight whole runs. Yeah, for that reason and the fact that I like other guys, I won't take Eflin. But uh, Alzale, like you said, probably in play on a shorter slate. I'm more fond of bats in this game. 
Uh, Chris Bryant, eight for 13 against Eflin with two doubles, uh, two for five for Contreras against him, three for nine with a double for Jock Peterson against Eflin. And then uh, Baez, Marisnik, Harper, Hoskins, Segura are the bats that I'm interested in in this game. Yeah, I'll keep riding Bryce Harper. He's just so white hot, and so is uh, McCutcheon, homered in back-to-back games. So you got those guys going for it. If you want a Philly stack, I'm not going to tell you no. They're still, even though they kind of let us down on Wednesday, they're swinging some good sticks right now in a very favorable environment in Wrigley Field. I do like some Cubs. It's just they're so damn disappointing. But I love attacking Eflin. He's been giving up a lot of long balls right now, a lot of them. So if you want to get some of those lefties out there, like Jock Jams is intriguing. Ian Happ could be a nice GPP play. Rizzo, of course. And then Javi Baez uh, was a late scratch on Wednesday. So keep an eye on his status. And Chris Bryant left the game with a hamstring injury on Wednesday. I didn't see so, that one. Yeah, so that like means that. you'll get you'll get Patrick Wisdom likely starting at a discount as well. So check the lineup and see what they put out there because it could be a wonky Cubs lineup that I still don't want to use Eflin, but it might make him a little more appealing. But still, I, I can't I can't do it. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, Cincinnati at Milwaukee. You now this is a very fun one. Tyler Molle, Adrian Hauser over under eight and a half on this one. Molly's eighty seven on DK, eighty nine on Fanduel. Hauser seven thousand and sixty six hundred. You going to get in the way of this Milwaukee lineup? Yeah, I mean, look, Molly's best start of the year was against Milwaukee. Uh, it went six innings, one earned, 12 strikeouts, two walks. So uh, he he has a pretty good track record this year. Uh, Hauser's two starts against Cincinnati, nine and a third innings total, seven earned runs, eight strikeouts to seven walks. So I'm going to go ahead and pass on Hauser as usual. There's some PVB data against Molly, though. Uh, Kestahira three for four with two bombs against him. Yelich two for seven, nine for 16 for Winker. That's a 562 average against Hauser with five home runs. So uh, I'm guessing one of us is going to pick Winker tonight. Uh, Votto four for 11, a 364 average with a, a bomb and a double. Five for 15 for Suarez, six for 17 for Cassianos with a homer and two doubles. Uh, Farmer, India, Stevenson have all been hitting, but like you mentioned on the Milwaukee side, guys like uh, Willie Adamas, Jace Peterson is hot. Uh, Tyrone Taylor's been hitting when he's in the lineup. Avisel Garcia has been hitting. He's expensive though, 54 and 31. And Omar Narvaez has been hitting. So two hot lineups. I kind of like Molly though. Like I like Avisel Garcia, but the fact he's $300 more than Bryce Harper is just yeah. wild to me. Wild. It's a bit but, much. Um, I, I kind of like, like I understand the Molly effect, and that's why he could be a tournament play for sure. We've seen Molly pitch gems like that, and we've seen him also lose his third pitch and just get shelled this season. It's been very, very up or down for him, so I get using him in tournaments. I have no problem with it. I like a Milwaukee stack. I want to keep riding Jace Peterson, Willie Adamas, Urias, all these guys, and most of them, like Adamas is expensive, but the rest of them are very affordable if you want to go that route. Um, Yelich is expensive. He's starting to hit. And then you can bring it back with Cincinnati. I guess it's a game stack. I know the total's only eight and a half. There's much higher game totals out there. Just something about this game. You mentioned the Cincinnati kind of owns Hauser this year. And Molly, if he just slips up, this offense is so good. Then you get into that Cincinnati bullpen and Milwaukee can thump them. So I think it's a really fun one. Maybe Rowdy Telez even gets in the lineup. Something to keep an eye on against Molly. And he's super cheap. So I, I like a game stack here. And uh, it's, it's very, very doable with some of the cheaper pitchers on this slate. So uh, get some... If I had to pick one, I'll take Cincinnati because they have much more upside versus Hauser, but I like the sneakiness of Milwaukee in this one. Detroit at Minnesota in this one. Tariq Skubal, J.A. Happ, over under 9.5. Skubal, 72 on DK, 82 on Fandle. Happ, 57 and 6,000. 
I'm going to keep riding Scooble while he's this cheap, at least on DK. I know he gets in trouble, but he's a strikeout machine. I'll keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like him too here. Uh, three of his last five have been quality. Uh, his last start against Minnesota was all the way back May 7th, but five innings pitched, two earned, eight strikeouts, two walks. Not a bad track record here. Uh, Hap sucks, so no thank you. Uh, I mean, if Nico Kudrum, who just came off the IL uh, Wednesday, seven for 10 with two doubles against uh against hap so we like that eric haas has been hitting scope badu cabrera candelario went yard on wednesday harold castro's been hitting when he's in the lineup and then there, there's guys on the minnesota side that have been hitting too kepler larnick kirloff uh nelly cruz always in play Luisa rise is starting to hit again so uh th there's some good options but i kind of i'm with you i kind of like scooble and i like some of these uh detroit bats as well so nice to hear you talk positively about the Detroit bats. This is great. It's like we're, we're some pot to go on with this one. You know, you said Eric Haas, great price tag. Scope's expensive and worth it in this matchup. Um, Miguel Cabrera's cheap. Don't forget Jake Rogers if you want a cheap catcher. I like Detroit a lot in this game. Against and that, don't forget Nico Goodrum, man. Seven for yeah. ten against yeah. Hap. And they're also cheap. So, like, there's the next game we're going to talk about with two aces. So, you can get one of them. Pair one with, like, Taiwan Walker if you want. Use Detroit and then get all the all you want out of the expensive guys in Cincinnati or something. You can have a lot of fun on this yeah. slate. Yeah, there's good pitching options. Uh, Scooble opens up a ton, but these Detroit bats, their value in a great spot. So big fan of what they have here. I think Haas will be kind of popular because he's been like the talk of the town. So you can go to Jake Rogers, but don't sleep on Miggy at 3K. That's one of those like Miggy games, super cheap, great matchup for J.A. Hap. Seems like a, a fun one for sure. All right, nightcap, hopefully on MLB Networks for the world to watch. Washington Nationals, San Diego Padres, all-star snub Max Scherzer versus U Darvish. I'm surprised the total is actually seven in this game. Scherzer's 10-4 on DK, 10-9 on Fandle. Darvish 10-2 on DK, 11-4 on Fandle. Play them both, but if you have to pick one, which one do you want? Darvish. Darvish for me. Uh, and it's just, it's, he's $200 cheaper, you know? So, uh, and he's at home. Uh, and I fear the Padres lineup a little bit more uh, than I, I fear the Washington lineup. So, Darvish uh, is option one, Scherzer's option two. And it makes me want no bats. Although, I tell you what, Alcides Escobar, four for 11 against he's Darvish. Free. He's hitting leadoff and yep. he's free, 2,000 and 2,100. More expensive on FanDuel. Weird. Yeah, I don't want any bats either. Like if, if it's an offensive explosion, so be it. It's kind of like a, the Bassett Framber thing. I want the pitcher's duel. Like it feels like nine out of ten times it's a pitcher's duel. If it's the one time it's not, so be it. Like that's fine. But uh yeah. And we know Scherzer will give a home run or two. So you got that going yeah. for you. But like you stacking against either guys rarely ever pays off because not that many guys go off on these right. two pitchers. So it's kind of a lost cause. Like if you want one offs or whatever, sure. If you want the Escobar value, I get it. If you want to open it up, I think Detroit's got plenty of value. But Escobar, even on uh, Wednesday night, he's he got hit and scored. He got a single and scored. And I think he got, I think he's like one for two since the fourth inning. He's already hit three times because Chris Paddock is so good. But um, yeah, he's been productive. It's hilarious, but it's working for him. So yeah, if you want to do it, go for it. I think these pitchers are phenomenal. I won't argue with either side. If someone wants to say Scherzer's better than Darvish, fine. They're so elite. Yeah. Like, knock yourselves out. Um, with that being said, we know Darvish is your top pick. You got Scherzer as your second pick. What are the other pitchers you're circling tonight? Walker's three. Then after that, out of Molly, Scooble, Alzalei, those are probably my next three favorites. Yeah, you know, the Scherzer-Darvish realm up there. Walker, I'm with you on. And then Scooble will be my four. 
if Toronto Baltimore plays, I think Alec Manoa, I know he's going to be chalky, yeah. but we, like legit has 25 plus point upside when he's cranking at 6,800. Like, that is one of the worst misprices ever. Someone told me it's because it's his third time seeing Baltimore. Maybe. And that makes I don't sense. Care. Yeah, I, I I just don't think DK factors that in is my only thing. So right. maybe it does, but Fandle definitely doesn't. <laughs> they, they definitely yeah. don't because he's the third highest price pitcher at 10-3. So he, they don't care over there. Maybe DK's algorithm is different. Um, with all these pitchers in play, there's still a lot of bats in play. So where are you stacking it up tonight? Uh, I mean, if that Baltimore-Toronto game plays, Toronto's the best stack. Uh, Cincinnati against Hauser is my second favorite. You mentioned Detroit. And then I guess the Cubs, I, I you know, uh, the, the Cubs or the Phillies would probably be my next one. Yeah, you got the Baltimore-Toronto game, like you said. Love Detroit. Cincinnati-Milwaukee, both in play for me, if, if you got to go there. And then I would go towards uh, Chicago as well. So we're pretty much on the same page. If that Baltimore-Toronto game gets rained out, it's going to get very, very interesting to see where things go because that'll be the chalk central. So we'll see if it gets spread out through the other six games or if everyone gravitates to like Cincinnati or something, which makes that much less appealing. So we'll see how that plays out. But what is very appealing is you give a rate and review on iTunes. It's appealing to us because it helps us out a lot. So that's really cool. And if you want to just watch this wonderful video where tonight I have decent internet, so you might be able to see me a little more clearly, which is pretty cool for <laughs> once. Um, you can go to the Lion Star YouTube channel and subscribe and give the thumbs up there. That'd be mighty fine of you guys. But uh, also follow Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star MLB because they tweet out a lot of great content, including the home run calls of the day. Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys will uh, give our home run calls of the day. If you retweet it, you guys know the drill by now, but I'm going to keep tongue-tying myself every episode. Three <laughs> lucky retweeters will get chosen to get uh, paired with each one of us, and if our guy goes deep, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, on Thursday, July 8th, who is your home run call of the day? Give me Jesse Winker. I get to pick first, so I'm going to take the obvious one. Winker's got five bombs against Hauser already. Let's make it six today. Let's go. You can have him. I had another guy circled as well. So you have Jesse Winker. I am going with one of the most red-hot hitters in baseball since he came off the I.L. Give me the Franamil, Franamil Reyes against Danny Duffy. Uh, Franamil stays hot. He's very affordable on both sides. It's going to get more expensive as he keeps doing this. So enjoy it while you can. Bogman's got Winker. I hope he gets it going again. He's been on a little bit of a slump of late. So th this might be just the medicine he needs, which is good to see. I'll take the Franamil. We'll see where Ryan Humphreys goes. It's the beauty of this slate. You know, maybe he goes Miguel Cabrera just for fun, like old school style. We'll see. Quit giving Humphreys a guy. Let him pick his own guy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just trying to put him in a corner. Put baby in a corner. It's fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Seven games late. We'll have a full Friday for you coming up tomorrow. But uh, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Beatty Andrick. Good luck tonight, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.